0: So this phrase, it comes up again and again in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, do not be afraid. And most of the time, it's God saying it. So much that some have even said it might be the interpretive lens by which to understand God's message to humanity. Do not be afraid. Afraid. I want to show you an example of this today out of Isaiah. This is from Isaiah chapter 41. It's verse 10. And I'm going to read this to you in the New International or NIV version. This is what it says. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. Hand. Now, I came across um, another version of it in Instagram. I want to show you this today. I thought it was kind of funny. This is from the ESV. I don't know if you can read it or make it out, but uh, the ESV reads it this way. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. Hand. But what I like even more is the next one, which is from an unofficial translation called the Next uh, uh, Gen Z translation. Do you get that? Isn't that fantastic? Really, though? My favorite comes out of the message version. I just love how it puts it. Don't panic. Don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear. For I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. I love that. Isn't that great? Over and over again, Isaiah challenges God's people not to be afraid, asks why they're afraid, and stands in a certain sense of almost disbelief that they could possibly be afraid. And the reason is because of another question that Isaiah asks over and over again. Here it is. Who is like Yahweh? People of Israel had a lot to be afraid of but not with Yahweh. You know, the most frequent question asked in Isaiah 40 to 55, that just cool, dense chapter or section, the most frequent question asked is who? And the most frequent answer given, whether explicitly or implicitly, is Yahweh. He'll ask things like, Who can explain the past? And so, who can explain your past? Answer? Yahweh. Yahweh. Who can establish the future? And therefore, establish your future? Answer? Yahweh. Yahweh. Who in the present can do something radically different, radically new, and therefore in your present is able to do something different and new as well? What does Isaiah answer? Yahweh. Who is like Yahweh? To Isaiah, no one is like Yahweh. Yahweh alone is the reason. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to panic. Let me share some of these passages with you. This one from the message. Set out your case for your gods, says Yahweh. Bring your evidence, says the king of Jacob, Take the stand on behalf of your idols, offer arguments, assemble reasons, spread out the facts before us so that we can assess them ourselves. Ask them If you are gods, explain what the past means. Or failing that, tell us what will happen in the future. Can't you do that? Well, how about doing something, anything, good or bad, whatever? Can you hurt us or help us? Do we need to be afraid? They say nothing because they are nothing. Sham gods, no gods, fool-making gods. I love how he puts this later. I am Yahweh, that is my name. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to idols. I love how the message puts it. See, the former things have taken place. And new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. Or this, I am Yahweh, that is my name. I don't franchise my glory. Don't endorse the no-God idols. Take note. The earlier predictions of judgment have been fulfilled. I'm announcing the new salvation work. Before it bursts on the scene, I'm telling you all about it. Or this, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Or how about this, forget about what's happened Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? Over and over, he says things like this. And Isaiah writes it to people in a time of a lot of uncertainty. They had a lot to panic about. It strikes me that today's a time of a lot of uncertainty as well. There's a lot we can panic about, isn't there? I mean, shoot, make your list. COVID, cancer, climate change. Political instability internationally, nationally, nationally, regionally, locally. Polarization of people, the polarization of America. People's refusal to listen to listen and insistence on stopping their ears and desire to always speak louder than what they take in. Trump, Biden, Pritzker whoever. The loss of transcendent values or accreted upon values in exchange for a world in which people seem to do what's right to use the biblical phrase in their own eyes. What I want, when I want, if I feel like it, making it okay or making it right. The list can go on, can't it? Fear of people in power, fear of people without it, fear of manipulation. What do you add to the list? Isaiah says that God is not unaware, unable, or unconcerned. He knows the past. He knows the future. He knows the present and he is the only one who can do something about it. So do not be afraid. He says, don't be afraid. Don't panic. Trust God. Keep calm. Trust Yahweh. It's what he invites you to. And it's what we're inviting you to as well. I'm always amazed how the message that God could speak to people in the 8th century B.C. is just as relevant today. That the message that he spoke back then continues to be alive, living, and active Don't be afraid, don't panic. It's his invitation, not just to the people of Isaiah's day. It's God's, Yahweh's invitation to you. And make no mistake, Isaiah is clear. This is not some abstract principle, some grand idea, some wishful thinking, some positivity. This isn't just some kind of thought pattern or philosophy. No, it's Yahweh, a God who is personable, who makes himself knowable, So, you can trust him and be loved by him and love him too. It's Isaiah's invitation to you. Do not be afraid, don't panic, keep calm. Trust Yahweh. I want you, I want you to hear, and really, I want you to respond to God's invitation. You too. Tomorrow we start faith training. It's designed to help you put what we're talking about now into practice. Daily spiritual exercises you can do to connect with God. I would say, particularly if you're afraid, on the edge of panic, not knowing what to trust or who to believe. I want to practice something with you this morning. Something we'll encourage you to do this week. It's important, I find, when God has something to say, to listen. A lot of conversations in my house and in my life kind of go like this. They're talking, they're talking, they're talking, and my mind's over there. How about you? Would you agree with me, though, that when God has something to say, it's probably worth listening to I find in those moments when I have to force myself to listen, it's about removing distraction. It's about slowing down, not even so much what's out there, but what's in here. Is your mind racing today? Or flitting about to dozens of things? I encourage you to try to take a moment, and still it right now. To fully hear, comprehend, what Yahweh has to say. What works best for me is to close my eyes. I'll leave it up to you, but I encourage you to try it. If you've never done it before, you're missing out. Just close your eyes. And take a deep breath. Take a deep breath again, in through the nose and out through the mouth and in through the nose and out through the mouth. And do that five, six, seven, maybe ten times before you listen today. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you, I will uphold you with my right hand. Don't panic, I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength, I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. Lord God, there is so much for which we can be afraid. So much that shakes our resolve and our confidence, so much makes us nervous inside. May we hear your message this morning to keep calm, to trust you For you alone hold the past, you alone hold our future, and you alone hold our present. It's in your grip we find ourselves. May we know it, dare to believe it, and find strength, confidence, Security, hope, and peace in you. Amen. Pray this with me today. We showed it to you last week. Let's say it again. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Permit me not to be separated from you. From the wicked foe, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me and bid me come to you that with your saints I may praise you forever and ever. Amen. I'm going to invite the band to come forward. And as they do, I want to leave you with a final thought today. It's something that strikes me. Something about fear. Fear. Don't fear Yahweh. And everything else gets a bit more scary. Fear Yahweh. And everything else, a little less. Keep calm. Don't panic. Yahweh has something to say to each of you.